Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts And crazy anime addicts. Welcome to Hobby Addicts. I am your host, Mitsugi, of course, and I'm joined by. They're just as tasty as ever, these MMs. It's Mason and Mandy. Hello, everyone. Hello. And what do you guys. How, how was everyone's weekend of like, blowing things up and, you know, the whatever people do on holiday weekends? Uh, toasty, toasty. It was like in the 90s Ooh. by me, and I was yeah. outside for all of it. <laughs> it was very hot, and I was inside for all of it. <laughs> but I got a new car, so that was exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Good, good. Well, I'm glad. Well, thanks, guys, for being here today on this holiday weekend. We have a very uh, widely diverse list of topics on our outline i climbed mount sherman which is not much to talk about there i two minute discussion um and i played the tray the demo of the south park game fractured butthole <laughs> i love that title um and so i'll talk about that and let's see here mandy finished the i don't know what mhw is what is mhw monster hunter monster world. hunter world course and with with Witcher DLC in Mon- in Monster Hunter, yes. Oh, wild. Okay, and some Hyper Light Drifter, and Mason also played Hyper Light Drifter and some other games as well. Well, you know what? Since you guys both played the same game, I mean, I think maybe we should just start there. You guys would like to have a discussion together about said Hyper sure. Light Drifter? I mean, that's that sounds like high level content right there. What yeah. is, what is this game? What was your experience, Mason? Um, so this is a game I picked up for free on the Epic Game Store a while back, and I kept on just getting around to playing it, and I think even Enzo and some other people were like, yeah, Mason, play it. It's your kind of game. It's your kind of thing. You should play it. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll get around to it. Well, eventually I finally played it, and uh, I had an absolute blast with it. I really enjoyed this game. It's a kind of isometric top down you're zipping all over the place very simple combat you just have your little your little boy with a sword and you go around bopping people on the head and it's all pixel art <laughs> but very well done um the music is really well done most of the time um visually the game is astounding it's kind of similar to dead cells visually okay. but way more bright and way more interesting in my opinion and you kind of um, it's one of those games where it has branching pathways and you can kind of choose the way you go and it's kind of bullet hell. It's kind of just simple, almost Hollow Knight-esque combat and it was a really compelling game that was not as difficult as I was expecting. Um, so it was kind of an enjoyable, relaxing game for the most part. I I really liked it. It actually even had like a co-op option that was really fun. Um, it had a, like a soccer match, like a bonus game where you kind of play foosball against this little boy and that was adorable. <laughs> so it was a very short game, but overall I was super into it and oh, really? 
Yeah, so I don't know how Mandy's experience differed. How, how, um, you finished it, right? Yep. How long did you play for? Ooh, I, I don't think it tracks, but I would guess no longer than eight hours. Oh, okay. It's, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I haven't finished it. I just played a little bit last night because I spent most of my week playing Monster Hunter World and then um, I played some this morning. So I'm not too far into it, but it's a um, a 16-bit, uh, like, kind of RPG-ish kind of game and uh, it's by developer Heart Machine. And it's it's not... It's been out for a long time. I think it came out in 2016, and I just got it in a bundle on Humble Bundle. And it was one of those games that it has so much hype behind it because I'll, literally, it's, it's, it's in like, the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, it's in the name. <laughs> but no, I've heard uh, so many good things about it, and uh, I just never got around to it because I was always playing something else. But yeah, so I finally started playing it because I saw Mason played it. I thought, okay, well, I'll play some so then I can also talk about it so you don't get like a double feature of this <laughs> next week. Right, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's like in this um, in this world where everything has been just ravished by, uh, by disease or some kind of illness and you're part of this um, just collectors who go around and collect forgotten knowledge and uh, technology from the world and there's a lot of really terrible creatures out there and uh, the world is also kind of broken apart like a lot of it is water which was mm. very painful for me did you start <laughs> going to the east section yes okay that's so yes yeah, so that's kind idea. of the intended experience but the game drops you in the middle and you can go north west or east and it doesn't yeah. say which way is best all you do is you can't go south and it kind of like hints maybe you should go east and while that is i think the intent i think that's the worst way to go agreed it is <laughs> it it's, has all these like paths you can't get through until you get abilities later on it has yeah. this really weird very like labyrinthine layout that makes it very easy to get lost especially when you're trying to learn the game mm -hmm. um i'll let you continue sorry that mean to interrupt <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can get upgrades, like Mason mentioned. There are these little, um, like, kind of look like battery packs that you collect. And uh, after you get four of them, you get, like, one point. And then after you get three, you can go to a store and upgrade, um, like, in, like, the little main hub. And you can upgrade, like, your different kind of weapon attacks and there's a couple other things that you could upgrade as you go along. So I haven't got any upgrades yet because I went east which is probably not a good idea because i went that way and i got pretty far in there too um but you get eventually get to a point where there are so many enemies on the screen like these like um they kind of look like ninja frogs to me <laughs> i like know throwing. exactly what part you're at <laughs> and they're throwing shuriken but i had so many on the screen i'm like i need other abilities to get around this and i know you can get like other dashes and stuff because i saw them in the store and also another thing that think is really interesting there's no dialogue in this game whenever yeah. you talk to people they communicate through images and so but it is interesting that even the like just seeing just the images they communicated so well like i knew exactly what they were trying to say um by just like showing images of war and uh maybe somebody dying and i was like okay i i'm getting i'm kind of you know putting the story together as i go but as i got so far into the east 
Um, I eventually port it back to the main hub. So like you can unlock these different areas that are like teleportation areas where you can fast travel between. Also, if you die, you respawn at like the last time your game autosaved and then all of the monsters in that area come back to life. But as long as you are, you haven't died, those enemies don't respawn. They only respawn after you die. And um, you can pick up health uh, packs as you go along and uh, heal yourself. So it's pretty typical there. But um, yeah, so after I eventually unlocked more in the east, I went back to the middle and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something else. And I went north. And it was so much easier. So the path was <laughs> far more straight. Like I knew exactly where to go. Like because like the east was so open and there was so many options of different places to go. Like Mason said, it's like a big labyrinth. And there are parts with like puzzles where I was like, I can't get through this puzzle because I don't have whatever upgrade it requires. And so I was getting frustrated going to the east. I went north. So much easier. Definitely go north <laughs> if you're starting out. And that area was filled with like different kind of bird wizards, which was so cool to me because I love bird wizards. <laughs> you watch so, so specific. <laughs> Look, that Magic the Gathering, bird wizard uh, is a thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so that was much easier. And I had more fun with the game after I went north. But uh, one thing to keep in mind is this, air, this game, it's so easy to fall off the map. I... I am very proud to be one of, apparently, on Steam says the 10% of people who died in the first area because I jumped off the platform like three times in a row. Just Geronimo'd <laughs> your way to death? Yeah. Are you, are you, I must, I gotta ask really quick, are you playing with a controller or mouse yes. and keyboard? Okay. Because yeah, I would definitely recommend controller for this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't even attempt it because when I turned it on, it said, uh, you should use controller. I was like, good idea. So I plugged my controller into my computer. But um, yeah, and I, that's because I just didn't know the, um, you know, the controls of the game yet. And when you dash, you dash pretty far. And so I kept dashing over platforms. <laughs> so it's very easy to die in this game. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, the, the death penalties aren't so severe that it's like frustrating or anything. When you die, you respawn. You have the health packs that you had when you went into that area. Super easy. It's like it's not a like a frustrating game to play like some of the really difficult games are. But um, yeah, it, I think definitely go north because east i think you need some more upgrades to get past that well, area it's funny because i most of the like rpg mechanics upgraded weapons or guns or dashing like it impacts none of the game you can go anywhere at any time except for the east there are optional puzzles that you need yeah. this ability but north or west you can do anything at any time so it's like why did they push players in that direction mm -hmm. i'm not too sure but the only real complaint I had with the game, and maybe you can vouch for this, is that I feel like there are some frame rate drops mm. or like moments uh -huh. where like the response wasn't like as instant as I wanted. And when Mandy mentioned there's times where there's a lot of like bullet hell or characters on the screen throwing stuff at you where you can almost die and just like miss what killed you because of a little bit of chugging or something just was a frame late that would have been mm -hmm. on, there on like 60 FPS, but because it's only 30 you kind of missed your window. And that was the only thing that was a little frustrating. But as I said, because it autosaves so quickly and so often that if you get if you get killed, you you lose 
30 seconds of progress it's never a massive oh, oh I, I need see, to yeah. make it all the way back it's not a it's never mm-hmm. a grind to just keep on bashing your head against the wall so it's like a, so it's like an uncharted level game of autosave where it happens literally every 10 seconds or something so when you die you just kind of keep, keep, keep going I think it's if every time you go into a new area it autosaves For like the most right at part. the beginning it's like yeah, celeste where you go into a new challenge and it's difficult and it's hard but you're not ever having to get through past levels to get back to where you were. So you can kind of just keep on sending it. Yeah, I don't know about the frame rate issues. I didn't really notice anything, but um, I noticed that like between areas, there is some pretty massive like frame rate, frame rate issues because um, I would be around 60. And then at the beginning of an area, it would be like 10 <laughs> and then it would jump back up later on. I did notice that because I always have my frame rate up in the corner on on whenever mm-hmm. I play a game on Steam. But I don't know about inside of uh, uh, inside of fights. I may not have just noticed. But yeah, sometimes the bull, the bullet hell is very... It's hellish. Very much. Like it's it. hellish. Like it. <laughs> Look out for that um, bullet. <laughs> you but have yeah, like but- ninja frogs and guys shooting at the same time and like these things hopping around. I'm like, oof. You Once you learn like their tag patterns, it gets easier as you go along. Especially in Bird Wizards. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty breezy game. I had fun with it, and I'm looking forward to his the guy's new game on the PS5, Solar Ash. So mm-hmm. I'm I, I dug it. It was a short game, and definitely would be a great game for the Switch. Yes, agreed. Cool. Yeah. Well, is it expensive? Oh, you said you got it for free, Mason. It's, but. I got it for free. I think that's over with. Mandy, you can get it with the Humble Bundle. You can get it $20 by itself on like PlayStation or Switch. So if you want to get it, I'd probably wait for it on sale. I think it's $8 yeah. on Steam yeah. if you don't get it as part of the bundle. So, But like I said, it's been out for a while, so I'm sure they'll have discounts and sales in the future. So I would definitely recommend gotcha. it, and it's not a long enterprise, unlike some of the other games you've been playing recently. <laughs> Yeah, like on Steam until July 9th, it's eight dollars, but normally it's twenty. So what but, kind? Of, uh, so what kind of? Oh, sorry. What kind of Witcher DLC do they have for Monster Hunter World? Because yeah, I'm kind of so curious. I beat the base game of Monster Hunter World, not Iceborne. I'm not in there yet because I'm trying to wrap some stuff up before I buy the expansion. But um, I finished the base game, and. It's funny because, like, out of the three auto dragons towards the end, I had such a hellish time with Teoestra that I was like, oh man, these are all going to be awful. But when I played the other two outer dragons, I was like, these are really easy <laughs> in comparison. I think I just took the hardest one first. <laughs> and maybe it's just because of my setup with a bow. I don't know if it's just, it just didn't jive with my way of playing, but that. That monster was. I don't ever. I don't ever want to do it again. And everyone keeps telling me that there's a copy of it in Iceborne. It's even harder. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then the last boss in that game, um, and I'm going to call it a boss and not a hunt because it's scripted and it feels more like a boss fight than a monster hunt. And I was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed in that because mm-hmm. it was like, um, you, you know, there's like. When you go out on monster hunts, there's so many options of different ways that you can approach it. Some people lay traps. Some people do like, you know, choose to drug meat and feed it to them. Some people lead monsters into other monsters so they get into giant territory wars and just watch chaos ensue. Some people just 
just fight it like it's a boss. But uh, yeah, the last boss in Monster Hunter World is just straight up like a boss fight where you don't have any options. It's just fight the monster. And I was like, oh, that's a little disappointing. But it is also kind of like a god, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then after you finish the game, your hunter rank goes up, and then you have access to all of the different kind of DLC that they released for free. You don't have to buy that. Buy it. They just um, had collaborations with different franchises, where you get to uh, fight some monsters from other games. So, like the Behemoth from Final Fantasy isn't there, and there's a bunch of other little Final Fantasy things in there that you can collect. Um, they have the some kind of dino, like robot dino from um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I can't remember what it's called, though. Oh, yeah. Well, Jesus. that I guess that'd be a question for Mason, probably. I don't remember what it is, but um, I think it's one of the big cat ones. I could be wrong. Big cat, but... like a stalker? Thunderjaw? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> no worries. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Thunderjaw. You can also get, um, like alloys armor in it and you can dress up your your palico cat as like a little robot cat it's pretty cute um devil may cry is in here what? where you can get ebony and ivory and you can fight a demon you get dante's <laughs> abs and attitude yes you can get dante's outfit but the best one which is the one that i went into obviously you can uh be Geralt. you can straight up you can straight up be him Yes! What? It was the best thing ever. So, um, you get like all of the all of the different kind of DLC quests pop up after you finish the game in the credits roll. And so I went to an area and um because one the like leader of the hunt, I can't remember her name, uh, wants to meet you because they found an interesting creature. And when you go, it's like one of these little monsters from from The Witcher. And I was like, oh. in your character, I was like, I know that thing. Which monster That's was from it? from The Witcher. Um you know what? I can't remember what they're one called. Of like the the tiny little gremlin things. One of the water like swamp. It's guys. not a water hag. Not a water yes, hag. Yeah. No, it's not a water hag. <laughs> but um, it is like one of those little things. I can't remember what they're called now. It's okay. Um, I'll look it up. Yeah, but yeah, but there's one of those, and everyone's trying to figure out what it is. They're like, we don't have anything like this. What is this? And then all of a sudden, a portal opens up, and Geralt jumps out. He's like, I fucking hate portals. I was like, ah. No, he didn't say Get that. <laughs> Did he really so he say portaled. he really said that? Yeah. No, oh. he didn't say fucking, oh. but he was like, I hate portals. That's great. Every time. And I was like, Gerald, I freaked out. <laughs> and uh, he was like, he opened a portal and ended up in the Monster Hunter world because he was chasing a monster and ended up in a portal. And now he's here. And so he talks to your hunter and says that... Um, you know, all of these different hunters are saying that this wild creature that they've never experienced before is uh, killing people out in the ancient forest and Geralt is um, tracking it down. And so he says, Hunter, don't worry about this. I've got it. I got it. So step aside, yeah, little so, man. So then you end up in a hunt as Geralt and everything feels like the Witcher. It plays Witcher music. When you what? go up and talk to people, it does it just like the Witcher dialogue screen. Is there Gwent? It's amazing. No, no Gwent. Is the <laughs> monster is the monster a necker? Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, the little okay. guys. Those little, little like, dudes. They, they, they kinda look like Smeagol, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. And um, so, and then uh, like in normal Monster Hunter world, when you track down tracks, you have like these things called um. I think they're called tracking flies, something like that. And mm-hmm. they, they like show you the path after like up to tracks. But when you're Geralt, you can just see tracks and like, like it just looks like you have like your Witcher vision. Yeah, yeah. And so you start with your sword, which was different for me because I don't normally use a sword, but you can switch to any weapon in Monster Hunter World and uh, you get Igni. So you can shoot up fire from you know, out of your hand. And then you're tracking down whatever monster this is, and you find out that all of the crows are going crazy in this world. And uh, you, and when you find monsters, you find out that they're like just torn to shreds. And like, not like you go into like this one area where you are, uh, this one part where you're examining a, mon- a dead monster's body, just like you would when as Geralt and the Witcher. And I was just, I was so excited. <laughs> and it felt like more Witcher to me. And then um, you find a guy who's like tied up by roots and you have to free him but when you do find it you find out it's a lesher and they you know and i don't know if you remember them from the game but they're like the big like really metal looking scary monsters that like control crows and i'm gonna have to look at lesher you said yeah i think they're called leshers and um they have like the totem poles you have to destroy the totem poles oh yeah they have like the they have those are the ones that have like the like the deer antlers on top yes yeah 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 yeah. real fucking metal those ones those ones are hard it's hard in yeah, this game <laughs> especially since monster hunter you're on a time limit you don't have mm-hmm. all the time in the world so i died the first time <laughs> so i had to play it again because it's not easy especially when you yeah. don't have like your equipment you're using Geralt's base equipment and i was like this is so much harder <laughs> and uh but yeah and then like the lesher is so difficult he uh throws crows at you he throws like um roots out of the ground that grab you he teleports all over the place he will call like the kind of like dinosaur dog things i can't remember what they're called in monster hunter world and they come and attack you so you have so many monsters attacking you <laughs> while you're trying to keep track of where the lesher is but the whole time it's playing witcher music and i was like i was so excited <laughs> The Witcher. Concert. it was the best part of the game for me have you played the other witcher games other than the third one yeah i played all of them are they all as good as the third one no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first one was really difficult to get through. Second one was all right. I had some controlling issues with it. It's not easy to control Geralt in that game. But overall, I thought it was okay. Gotcha. It, I think I preferred the story over the gameplay in the second one. And mm-hmm. then the third one was, to me, just a masterpiece. So. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. God, I want, I want more <laughs> Witcher so bad. Me too. Oh, my I God. So I would, honestly, I would, like, honestly, I would trade Cyberpunk for more Witcher. Yeah, same. But <laughs> unless I get yeah. a cyberized girl, <laughs> it's so weird. Like you know, just a side tangent. Like people are so in on The Witcher. Like there's like four side games now and all this. You'd think they'd want to make more of it because it's just a cash cow. I mean, I don't. I guess they're kind of tired of it, probably. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think every. I think yeah. a, a lot of people would trade Cyberpunk for Witcher Four. I think. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. I can. I think. Also, maybe they just quit while they're ahead because 
Geralt's story was over, but I could definitely mm. say they could do another story with a different Witcher. But then it's like oh. it's not the same without Geralt. Uh, yeah, Geralt's kind of a kind of a man. So, but he's an old man. And he's retired now. So, yeah, yeah, he's he's hanging out in Monster Hunter now. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it's the best part of the game. All right, well that <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun, and that was free also. Yeah, if you have Monster Hunter World, the DLC is free. That's that's nice. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, well, let's see here. I'll jump to me for a second here. I climbed Mount Sherman. Are you done, Mandy, by the way? I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, no, I'm done. Mount Sherman was really pleasant. We failed this one before because of the ridge was frozen. Um, but, like, having done it now, again, it's, it's like almost a joke mountain. Like, there were, like, six-year-old kids climbing it, you know, with their parents. And, and um, it was easily the shortest one we did we summited the we summited in 90 minutes which is like ridiculous (laughs) we're used to we're used to it taking like closer to five hours to get to the top Um, and how long did it take you to drive out there longer than that that's Um, what that's what i was getting at yeah so it took us two and a half hours to drive and the road is really rugged i mean it's a brutal road um the road like when you turn off the main roads and you're like going up into the mountains the road is not good um so and, uh, yeah, even in the Highlander, you know, I'm going like three miles an hour and, um, it took about two and a half hours to get there. Two and a half hours back. It took us about 90 minutes up, but, but by the time we were coming back down the mountain, there were just so many people climbing it that it took us longer to go down than to go up, which is weird, but it's because people going up have the right of way. And so you're, we were stopping a lot to let people pass and you know and it, it became kind of annoying to be honest because it's like we're not really used to having this many people i mean like when we did halo ridge like last year which is the hardest thing we've done there was approximately like two other people to trying to do it this yesterday or i guess it was friday there were probably good god i don't even know three or four hundred people like climbing it and uh, it was crowded and so it but like uh, we're so not tired that I, that we're planning to do another one this next weekend because it's like I'm not worn out like at all from it. Um, but it was. Fun. I assume ha- I assume half of that popularity is from a it being a easier hike and yeah. b just people having that Friday off. Well, yeah, and the weather was just oh my god, dude, it was just amazing. I mean, the weather was it was, it was a perfect storm of wanting everyone to go hiking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like there was no wind at all. It was just very unusual. No wind. Um, I was hot even in like my t-shirt. Like I wanted to just take my t-shirt off. I was like, I didn't, you know, but like people were doing it shirtless. I mean, it was just wild, wild time. And, you know, so like it kind of has three phases of the climb. So you kind of walk through this like really easy, like it's almost like you're just walking up like a, like a country gravel road type thing. And there's a lot of these abandoned mines everywhere because there's a lot of like mining in this area. And so there's like all these mining buildings that have fallen down and you find like mining cars and all this pretty neat. And you just kind of walk through them and it's all uphill, but it's not steep. And then you get to like the section where you have to gain the ridge lot. You had to gain the ridge. And so you have to go up like this slope and it was real, it was really not a big deal at all. Um, had to walk through like a tiny bit of snow, like not even like barely anything. And then you get up to the ridge and then you walk the ridge and the ridge was nice. It's the ridge. Ridge walking is definitely more fun than anything else. And it's, it was kind of narrow and kind of rugged looking. And I put some photos out I, on Twitter. I put a video of me walking it on Twitter. You can find it. And 
it's just nice. Like I had my I had our dog clipped to like the 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 waist belt, the waist like the Osprey backpacks have like a clip that go around your waist and they have one that go around your chest. And I had there were too many people to let her to let our dog just kind of run wild. So I had her clipped to the to my waist belt to my waist thing. And she was just like almost pulling me up the mountain. It was really funny. She's only 40, like like 45 pounds, but she was just helping me basically, even though it was really already pretty easy. And we got to the top and, you know, people were up there eating and just having a good time and just chilling out. Then somebody had some signs up there. Like there were some signs that said like Mount Sherman, 14,000, whatever feet, blah, blah. And then, you know, people were taking photos and and this guy was, this one guy was up there like telling everybody like that mountain out there in the distance, that's La Plata Peak and that mountain up there, that's Mount Harvard and all this. And, you know, it was pretty neat. And coming down is, uh, it was fine. The same, just slow, real slow going. But yeah, we were back, we, we were, we were back at the, we started walking at it about eight and we got, and we were back at the car by like, I don't know, noonish. It was wild. So definitely the easiest one we've done. So pretty neat. Fourth of July was pretty good. I uh, I had to, I had pre-ordered Dunkin' Donuts Fourth of July donuts. I have one left. I ate <laughs> I ate I ate nine Krispy Kremes yesterday. I'm not gonna Holy lie. Holy shit! Nine of them, and they were yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you get Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme? Oh, sorry, I m- must have misspoke. I I ordered like the the Fourth of July box from from Krispy Kreme. Gotcha, that Mason, gotcha. you would love it. You would love this. Like, I, I don't care what anybody says. Krispy Kremes just beat the shit out of Dunkin' Donuts. Like, it's not, <laughs> even, it's not even a, it's not even a contest. Like, they have up their game at Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, this box had, had, um, like, I have a picture. I have a photo. I'll, I'll post the photo here while I'm talking about it, just for shits. You guys might have seen it already, but the, um, basically, like, the box had four types of donuts. One type was this blue glazed donut that has like it's all American flag colored shit. So it has like like uh, red and white drizzle with blue icing, and that one had no filling in the donut, but it had but the but the some of the blue on the top had pop rocks. So it's like you're eating it and it's like kind of popping in your mouth a little bit. So I posted the photo just now, and wow. and so there's like for the July like feelings in your mouth because you're like oh my mouth has fireworks in it blah blah blah. It's like you know kind of fun. And um, the one on the second to the left is just a normal glazed Krispy Kreme with <clears throat> with, uh, with 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 uh, red, white, and blue like star sprinkles and drizzle. But on the inside, it had wait for it the Krispy Kreme glaze on the inside of it. So that was pretty epic. <clears throat> then the third one, which has the red glaze, has the red icing with the red, white, and blue uh, sprinkles that are shaped like stars with like blue little balls. That one had strawberry glaze filling, and that was. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that was just decadent. I mean, it was just fantastic. And I have one left and I'm going to eat it here pretty soon. And it's the one on the far left. That's the white icing with the, with the, with the colored sprinkles. And I don't think I've had one of these yet. I don't know what's in it. I assume nothing, but, um, it was just amazing. Like I ate a ton of these things. <laughs> I have been waiting Be right back. I feel like I need to brush my teeth after listening to you talk about these things. <laughs> listen, I, listen, every time Krispy Kreme on Twitter, I follow them on Twitter just so I can see what they've got coming up. And every time they have like something cool coming up, I'm like, Ooh, I want to get this. Cause I like, Oh, I know I'm going to have climbed a mountain and I'm going to have like all these calories to eat. And I, I always get out there and they're either sold out or they don't have them. And I'm always disappointed. And they had a whole bunch of cool stuff. And so this time I was like, I am not going to be beaten this time. So on, so on like Wednesday, I ordered my Krispy Kremes for Saturday. Like I ordered them on their website, like three or four days ahead of time. 
And they, they were pretty ex- expensive, though. I mean, like, they were worth it. Like, they really did deliver. Like, they were just as advertised, and they're delicious. So I was happy to pay, like, the 15 bucks that the dozen cost. But mm-hmm. but um, it was just great. And then um, Fourth of July was kind of a bust, though, because um, coronavirus just ruined the Fourth of July um, for a number of ways. Um, we had a friend that was going to come into town, and Frontier just flat out decided that they were just going to cancel the flight completely at the last minute because they didn't have enough people on it. I'm like, how can you do that to people? Like, like if you're gonna if you're gonna schedule the flight, you should you, you should honor your commitments. I mean, I don't know, but Frontier just said fuck off, basically. So we had some friends that weren't that didn't come. Um, the pool area at my girlfriend's apartment that is epic. I mean, it is like a resort-looking friggin' pool area. I mean, it's stupid how how nice it is. They were like um, some drunk teenagers got in there like last week, and so they were like really heavy on security, checking wristbands, and they wouldn't let people in there even if you were like the significant other of the person who lived there. So we couldn't do that. It was kind of a bust. So we we did what we could, and then we came back and we played um, the South Park fractured. Um, the hell is the whole title called? South Park, um, the fractured butthole or whatever. It's the the second South Park game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys like like South Park or if you've seen it or not, but if you ever watched it, but yeah, it was really fun. Like it's oh my god, it's so raunchy. I swear it's worse than the game, or, or it's worse than the TV show for sure. Have you played the first game? No, but because we pl- so we so we played the demo of the of the second game, which is about like an <laughs> hour long demo, and um, we were like, well, this game was pretty fun, and we like South Park a lot, and and they took South Park off Hulu. I'm like, how does South Park get removed from anything? And that about Hulu. Hulu also with Space Brothers, so I don't know why. Um, and so we, I went ahead and bought the Stick of Truth, the first game, uh, which is kind of expensive for how long it is. Uh, I was kind of shocked actually. It was thirty about thirty dollars, and the game was only like twelve hours long. So I was like, Ugh, you know, but I bought it. Anyway. It's fun though. It's a solid game. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. So, so yeah, and I think they have the similar like gameplay style, but the you know the the sequel is all about like there's a couple episodes in South Park where they're playing like make believe and they're having like these like cat like battles in their yard where someone's the king and they're trying to like you know be each other up with like you know things little kids would have like trash can lids and stuff and there's like the game kind of starts with that and you're you're this new kid on the block and you're the king and you are like kind of going through this like sort of make believe battlefield and your powers include like you can punch, you can like fart on people and like gross them out. So like one of your superpowers becomes like you can, you can like just epically fart and it's so disgusting that it makes the enemies like vomit and they just vomit everywhere. (laughs) It's just so foul and just amazing. And, um, and there's just, it's so vulgar, like Cartman's in it right off the bat. And he's like, you know, he's just dropping F bombs and, um, your, your backstory as a superhero is, you are in bed at night and some guys break into your house <clears throat> and you defeat the bad guys in like this hallway in your house using your superpower that you select. And then like the like the the trauma that you're because all the all these superheroes always have like a trauma or some shit. So very cliche. It's like, "Oh, so your trauma is like you um, you heard a dis- you heard some distress from your parents' bedroom after you defeated them, and you like look through the keyhole and you like witness your dad as Cartman says, "Fucking your mom." <laughs> like I was like, no, but it, yeah, it's just, it's just South Park. So your backstory is you got to see your dad banging your mom and, um, just a ton of fun. I don't know. It was just, 
it, like it wasn't like the most exhilarating gameplay ever, but it was a lot of fun to see like all the South Park characters and um, all the just all the just the the raunchiness and the voice acting is great and everyone loves Cartman and. I don't know. Yeah, I want to talk about the sick of truth with you, but I don't want to spoil any of the ridiculous scenarios that pop okay, up. Okay. So, so yeah, so we have like a retro game we always play together, and we have like a new PlayStation game, and then we have like a Switch game we've been playing. So we have like three games, and so we just finished um, our PS our PS4 game, and now we're moving on, which we haven't had one for a while, and now we're gonna we're gonna play Stick of Truth. So yeah, so when I get into it a little bit, we can talk about it, but. But, nice, um, nice, and I and I do fun. have fractured butthole. I just haven't tried it yet. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping they 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 do have it like on sale right now. But I thought, but since they they referenced the stick of truth like four times in the first hour of fractured butthole, I was like, it's like I guess I need to get the first game because they keep referencing this stick of truth, and I'm like, okay, well I guess maybe there is some kind of connection, or maybe there's a. Or maybe like at that a minimum you'll get a little more out of it if you've played the first one. So I decided I would get the first one. And at least watch the South Park episode where it is just a thirty minute advertisement for the Sick of Truth game. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> South Park is so great. It's just awesome. So yeah, I'm really behind on South Park too. Like I wa- I've I've seen the first like four seasons of South Park, and then I started watching more anime, and I haven't really watched South Park since. And so I've got like. I don't even, God knows, uh, at least 100 episodes of South Park I haven't seen. So it's kind of amazing that I have all this content to watch. Um, and if I can ever find it again, I, I can't believe Hulu. You would think Hulu would keep, I understand removing Space Brothers because it's like probably nobody was watching it. But South Park, you would think, would have people watching it pretty much all year round. So I'm kind of shocked that it's not there. But anymore, uh, check southparkstudios.com or southpark.cc.com okay, that usually has all the old episodes oh, you can watch it online for free yeah okay that's good that's about it guys um i hope everybody did I have, just, had a good fourth of july and i did eat a couple hot dogs and a hamburger so and i had a margarita so that was fine <laughs> so i just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh this mortal shell beta that i've played um so this is a, a new game. It's coming out in September of this year for 30 bucks. So mm. it's a good deal. And it's actually coming out a year later for Steam. It's like one of those timed exclusives. Um, it's by a new studio called Cold Symmetry. And essentially, a couple days ago, they came out with a closed beta for this game. And everyone was like, uh, but we really want to play it. So actually, July 4th, they released the beta for free for everyone to try out. And essentially, it is the quote-unquote the new Dark Souls game. Um, essentially, it just is dark souls it has like as much as like the old one is it's like very slow methodical combat with like a new like system where you can kind of like freeze your guy in place with stone which just like freezes his attack and like makes you immune to a hit and like you can use that instead of like parrying or like blocking but like literally stopping your animation and like to throw your opponent off time and uh it's pretty good it's only like a couple hours to beat um, and it definitely kind of sold me on it. Right now I'm like 75% like sold on getting it, but I really had only a couple complaints which were very beta related things. Like against the final boss, my lock on just would not work. Like I could press the button and it would move the camera behind me like to where my character was facing, but it wouldn't lock on to the boss. So I was just constantly running around in a panic and that was a nightmare. And the game looks pretty gorgeous. 
And besides a couple menuing that kind of sucks, it is very difficult and very fun and very crunchy and satisfying. So if you need like a very <laughs> quick thing to just test out a mortal shell on like the Epic Game Store, you can get for free. And uh, it's worth checking out. Yeah, this looks really good. When I heard about it, I did not expect the graphics to look this good. <laughs> yeah, it's like a very small studio. I think it's like four core members. Yeah. Probably plus a bunch of like outsourcing stuff. And it, it almost looks overly good where like there are too many things happening that it almost the grass distracts is you. Amazing. The grass is moving. There's like frogs that are constantly <laughs> jumping. There's these like poison clouds that are spewing up like there's almost so much stuff that it distracts you from like the bear trap that you might just mm. step into and get whaled on. So it it definitely has a learning curve. It definitely is not forgiving. It's very more Demon Souls based type of healing versus like here's a couple of essences. You get this many chances to make mistakes. You have to like earn and find every healing item. So mm. it can be tough going, but I think as a brief demo to get a feel for how the game would be later on it does its job well so as long as you don't get the lock on bug i'd, I'd recommend checking it out yeah i'm gonna download this all right heck yeah well that's all i've got all right guys well lots of games a little hiking a little donut story what i mean where else are you gonna go for that kind of content right i have no idea <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we have a whole lot more to talk about on the main podcast episode guys so we're going to jump over there right now but you know every week we do this for you and we appreciate that you listen and that you support us so we're going to keep doing it and we hope you keep enjoying and uh, hope you all had a great weekend of course and we'll see you next week go eat some donuts yeah bye guys bye <laughs>